2: said you were waiting to see me.
1: Yeah, I thought maybe I could buy you a beer, Kitty.
2: Well, on a hot day like this, that'd go pretty good. You sit still, Matt. I'll get it. All
1: right. Where's
2: Chester?
1: Oh, he's hanging around down at Moss Grimmicks.
2: I brought a pitcher full for you,
1: just in case. Yeah, uh, thank you.
2: <sighs> Dog days, Matt. It's days like this. I wish I was back in Kansas City.
1: Ah, just as bad there.
2: Well, at least there's something happening to keep your mind off
1: it.
3: Mister Dillon, quick, come here.
1: Well, what is it, Chester?
3: There's an elephant out here in the
1: street. Oh, oh, all right,
3: Chester. An uh, elephant right here on the plaza.
1: I
2: could use an elephant in the street today, man.
3: You already see, Mister Dillon, doing tricks and everything.
1: Chester, will you get in out of the sun? He's gone. You know, Chester sees things even on a good day.
4: <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Matt, uh, you in here?
1: Yeah, Doc, I'm in here. Uh,
4: uh, that sun's so bright out there. I can hardly see you, Matt.
1: Well, I'm in here, Doc. Yeah. Now, what do you want?
4: Well, I thought as Marsha around here, you'd be interested in knowing that there's an elephant out in the street.
3: Yeah, so I hear. <laughs> but it's true,
1: Matt. It's really true. Well,
2: but, I can't uh, stand it any longer, Matt.
1: Neither can I, Kitty. All right, Doc, what's it really all about?
4: You'll see, Matt. You'll see.
1: <laughs> oh, Well, I'll be. By golly, you're right, Doc. There is an elephant out here.
4: Yeah, he's advertising the
3: circus. There, see him, Mr. Dillon? Right, right over there. See him? See him? Yes, see him there? I see him. I, I can't hardly wait, Mr. Dillon. That man with Jenny there giving me this handbill. Jenny? Uh, yeah, that's the elephant. Jenny. Oh, yeah, let me see the handbill.
1: Bannock's Grand International Circus and Menagerie. Bannock?
3: The show's going to be here tomorrow, Mr. Dillon. Two o'clock. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, but
1: Mr. Dillon, what's the matter with him, Miss K? Hey, mister. I'd like to talk to you.
3: Me? Uh huh. Oh, forward oh, it's the law. Uh, Jenny, salute the marshal. Trunk up. <laughs>
1: That's the girl. Ah, that's very fine, very good.
3: I'm Jim Conger, Marshal. Maybe you heard of me. I used to be billed as a human fly. I could climb anything, anywhere, but I got too old for it. Now I'm the best bull man there is,
1: Mr. Conger. Are you with the Bannock Show?
3: Yes, sir. Are
1: you planning to play here in Dodge? Yep, tomorrow. Pray
3: to 10, show at 2. Of course, uh, no tickets needed for the law.
1: You have to have a permit to play in Dodge, you know. Uh,
3: we know that, Marshal. You wasn't in your office when I came looking for one.
1: Mr. Conger, I'm responsible for the peace in Dodge City, and I'm not going to sign a permit for this circus to play here.
3: Well, why's that, Marshal?
1: You know as well as I do why. For what happened in Hayes City and a few other towns where that show has played. I don't want any riots here in Dodge.
3: Oh, you know about them things?
1: Two people were killed in Hayes, weren't they?
3: Well, I reckon so, but, Marshal, that don't say it'll happen here.
1: I can't take that chance. Now, you go on back to your boss and you tell him that I won't let you play Dodge.
3: Oh, I I can't do that, Marshal. Why not? Uh, She wouldn't listen to me. She's a strong woman. She? Yeah. Maggie Bannock. She's my wife, Maggie, is... She used to be known as Dainty Margarita, the strongest woman in the world. Where, Marshal, she could lift five men at one time when she was younger.
1: Look, Mr. Conger...
3: I'd rather not have to tell her what you said.
1: All right, Mr. Conger, you show me where I can find Maggie Bannock, and I'll tell her.
3: Mr. Dillon, when I was back in Texas and the weather got extra dry and it was hot and people begun getting on each other's touchbones more than usual, you know what happened? No. what? Well, sir, just when it seemed like everything else had gone wrong, the circus had come to town.
1: Oh. Chester, what are you trying to say?
3: <clears throat> well, as, uh, back in Texas... After the circus had came and went, everything was different. It was? Oh, yes, sir. Somehow it didn't seem near so hot nor so dry, and you even forgot what you was fighting with your friends about.
1: That's the way it worked in Texas, huh?
3: Uh, Yes, sir, it did.
1: Chester, I know it's been hot, and Dodge has been pretty dull, but this particular circus isn't going to help any.
3: Well, why?
1: Because there's trouble connected with this show.
3: What kind of trouble?
1: I don't really know, Chester, but two people got killed over at Hayes, and there's been trouble in other places. Yes, sir. Oh, there they are, down by the creek. Oh,
3: Mr. Dillon, just look at that string of wagons, will you? Hey, looks to me like one of them is stuck in the creek bed. Now, come on, let's get down there.
5: Bannock, partner.
1: I'm Matt Dillon from Dodge City.
5: Glad to know you, Dillon. You look like that other team we've been needing to move this wagon. You'll oblige, won't you?
1: Oh, sure. How
5: about Falstaff there?
1: <laughs> Chester? Sure. Come on, give us a hand, Chester.
5: Oh, I... Mr. Dillon, you see what's in that wagon? Oh, don't let that lion worry. you. that's old terrible Tom. He hasn't got a tooth in his head. What are you, Dylan? a marshal?
1: Yes, ma'am, that's right.
5: Boys, we made the big time. I told you we would. (laughs) Come on, marshal. Let's get that poor old cat out of that water.
1: All right, ma'am. Come on, Chester.
5: All right, lab. Why them horses now?
3: I got them, Maggie.
5: Get your shoulders into All it. All right, now. Whip up, lab. Here we go. Boys, I thought we could do
1: it. We can, ma'am. Chester, let me have that corner, huh? Oh,
4: that
1: old lion jaw watching me. Yeah, he'll be more help where you can't see him. Get over there. That's it. All right, Maggie. Here we go again.
5: Ah, Come in, boys! Woo! Well, sir, never thought I'd need a Yankee marshal. But I guess you can't help being what you are. Thanks. Maggie. You aren't leaving Dodge, are you? We're going to put on a show there tomorrow.
1: That's what I came to talk to you about.
5: Well, then talk.
1: Maggie, you can't bring your show to Dodge City.
5: Say, you are a big-time Marshal, aren't you?
1: Your performance in Hayes left two people dead.
5: They came looking for trouble, and they got it, Marshal. Now get out of my way. I'm heading for Dodge Who
1: started the trouble, Maggie? I told you who started it. Over in Kinsley, too. And Atchison. Seems like trouble follows your show, Maggie. Now why?
5: You got a big badge on you, Marshal. Why don't you figure it out for yourself? Let's go, boy! Yeah, well, okay.
1: Maggie, you're not gonna play Dodge.
5: All right, Marshal. We won't play Dodge. Does that make you feel better? Move out, man!
3: Seems like an awful determined lady, Mister Dillon.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess you have to be to run the circus, Joseph. All right, come on, let's get back to town.
0: Yes, sir.
3: selfish fit.
2: Chester? Hello, Chester. Where's
3: Matt? Miss Kitty, he slept in this morning. I just ain't got the heart to wake him to this parade. I swear he's going to have a conniption fit when he sees that lady's plan to go ahead with her circuit.
2: Well, that ought to wake him up if (laughs) nothing else does.
4: Good morning, Kitty and Chester. Uh, Where's the killjoy this morning? You mean Matt? It says he's still sleeping. Sleeping with this
1: parade going by under his nose. Oh, and ain't it fine, Doc? Ain't it just fine? Oh, look at the three of you. You look like three grubby little kids. Well, Mr.
4: Well, I didn't know you was up.
1: When did this start, Chester? Oh, yeah.
3: about 15 minutes ago. We, uh, uh, Jenny just went by with a big sign on her back saying circus at 2 o'clock. Why didn't you come and wake me up? Well, I.
4: I don't know, Mr. Dillon.
1: You kind of go to pieces around a circus, don't you,
4: Chief? Most people do, Matt. It looks to me like it didn't scare that circus owner too bad, Matt. And I don't mind admitting that I'm glad. I'd enjoy a little innocent entertainment for change.
1: Innocent? Doc, if this circus takes place, all the entertainment you're going to get will be mending heads.
2: Oh, Matt. Look at all the people on the street. The word spread all over the county. I bet people come from miles around for this. Why
4: would they make trouble?
1: I don't know, Kitty, but there must be something that sets them off. It's happened too many
3: times. And the dog. And dog, look at that clown. Oh, oh, he's coming right under the heels of them
4: horses. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but look what's on the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen anything like that in pink tights before? Oh, my. Oh, do
3: my. you I like Oh
4: <laughs> Well, I do, and you should do. It's good red-blooded fun. Oh, look at those pink tights. You, man.
1: <laughs> Doc, I have to admit, there's something mighty fine about hearing the music and seeing those animals and the clowns. Are you everything.
4: sure it's the clowns, man? Look at that man, Mr. Dillon. He's standing on four horses at one time. I? I'm gonna try that. Hey, you have enough trouble with one horse. Well, I declare I feel like I could do it, Miss Kitty. They are Matt. You see, there's the magic of the circus. <laughs> ah, a country boy like Chester can suddenly ride four horses. And whether he ever does or not doesn't make any difference at all.
1: Huh? Yeah, sure, Doc.
4: Now, you're gonna take that away from the hard-working people of this county?
1: Doc, I like a circus as much as anybody.
4: Well, then prove it.
1: Don't try to stop it. You're not changing my mind.
4: Oh, stubborn, that's what you are.
1: I may be. Nah.
4: The way I see it, Matt, you will have a riot on your hands if you do stuff. So. Mr. Dillon, look, coming around the corner. Miss Bannock riding a big white horse. Into... Oh, oh, look in there what she's got. Yeah. Yeah. She's
1: carrying a Confederate flag. Uh, so that's it. That's where the trouble
5: starts. Well, what are you going to do, ma'am? Good morning, Marshal Dillon. It's a fine day for a circus, isn't
1: it? Hold up, Maggie. I want to talk to you. I said hold up. Let go of
5: that bridle, Marshal. There's no law says we can't have the circus outside the town limits.
1: That's not what's bothering me now, Maggie. It's that flag.
5: (laughs) Oh, that even bothers the law, don't it?
1: That's not what I mean.
5: This flag is all I got left, Marshal. My sons died holding it high. Since then, I swore I'd hold it for them. No Yankee yet has told me I had to burn it. Are you going
1: to? I'm not telling you to burn it. I'm just saying you shouldn't parade it through Kansas.
5: I do what I want, Marshal, whether it's Dodge City, Kansas, or Atlanta, Georgia. Let go of that bridle.
1: All right, but if you keep showing that flag, I can't be responsible for what happens to you or your men.
5: We take care of ourselves, Marshal. How?
3: What are you going to do about it, Mister John?
1: Hope I'm wrong, Chester. It's about all I can do right now. <laughs>
2: Another hour and the circus will be starting,
4: Matt.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, there's one thing in your favor, Matt.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Doc. What is it?
4: Yeah, we've been in the Long Branch almost an hour, and I don't think more than 10 or 12 men have been in for a drink.
1: Well, that'll help some.
4: Where's Chester?
1: Oh, I imagine he's watering the elephant by now.
2: (laughs) Matt... Why don't you deputize ten or fifteen men and take them out there to the circus? Stop the trouble before it starts. Well,
1: I thought of that, Kitty, but it won't work.
2: Well, why not?
1: Do I put guns in the hands of fifteen Yankees or fifteen Southerners? Oh.
3: This is uh, it, boys. Last oh, chance to win your before Yeah, the I see well, I'm ready. Hey,
0: barkeep. How about some service here? We're in a hurry. We got something to do, ain't we, boys? You yeah. stay here, Kitty. I'll talk to him. Yeah.
3: Uh, Look
0: at here. The circus lover himself.
3: (laughs) Baxter.
1: I want to know why you're dressed that way.
0: This little old Confederate coat marshal. What do you care?
1: I've never seen you wear any
0: part of your uniform before. Ain't had reason to wear it since the war ended. Then why today? Ain't you heard? This is my passport to the circus. All us Johnny Rebs.
1: Maggie lets us in free as long as we got a piece of the old uniform on. A piece of uniform and a gun. Is that your ticket to the circus, Marshal? You're making a big thing out of this. We just come in for some drink. The long branch is closed, Baxter. Since when? Since just now. Your boys have had enough to drink. Just drinking our way out to the circus, Marshal. You ain't gonna try to kill that one, too, are you? And what is that supposed to mean?
3: Why, the whole town knows how you try to keep the circus from playing. People are saying you're stepping outside your duties,
1: Marshal. Ain't that right, boy? You saying it, too, Baxter? Yeah, I'm saying it, too. Only difference is I'm saying it this way. Now, does anybody else want to try me? Get
3: him, boy. He's just another dang old Yankee. Come on, on, Yankee.
1: next man that makes a move. I'll shoot him in the leg. All right, start walking, all of you. Walking? Where to? Jail. Marshal, you can't lock us up. We're going to the circus. No, you're not. You're going to jail. For what? We ain't done nothing. Doc, these men look drunk to me. What do you think? Never seen anything worse. What are you talking about? All right, you men. The doctor says you're drunk. Now start walking.
3: Hey, Jenny, you want a piece of this apple? There, you hear that, Jenny? That was my music for my climbing act back in the old days. Yes, sir, I'd go in there and climb that center pole faster than any man in the business. Oh, <laughs> Jenny, you're the only woman I ever loved outside of Maggie. Here, that's some more apple, huh? Come on. Hey, Jim. Right. Oh, howdy, Marshal. Didn't know anyone was around. Suppose you heard me talking to Jenny here.
1: Yeah, I heard you, Jim.
3: you probably think I'm kind of crazy. I right? know, I
1: Jim. Look, I need your help. That crowd's getting mean in there, and i got to slow them down.
3: I know, Marshal. He hangs that flag off the top of that center pole, and then they fight the war all over again. Uh, maybe if Maggie had had sons in the war, she would have let it in proper like. What? She told me her sons died that No, 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 Marshal. We never had no children. We always wanted some. And when the war came along, Maggie went in as a nurse. She saw a lot of the boys die, and each one was just like her own. And she just never got over it. Yeah, so that's it. Look, what can I do, Marshal? This thing's gotta stop. I tried to tell Maggie, but she just won't listen to me. Well, I'll tell you what you can do, Jim. You can find me six men
1: that think the way you do and have them meet me by the main tent right away. Understand what I want you to do?
3: Yeah, they got it, Marshal. They cut the rope when you give the word. That crowd's getting meaner every minute.
1: Yeah. All right, then you men go on before it's too late.
3: Uh, what
1: do you want me to do, Mr. Dillon? You just follow me and do what I tell
3: you. Where are you going? In there. All right. I'll go too, Marshal.
1: Well, that's the start of it. Come on, Chester. All right, listen to me. around to the air. Now, everybody, settle down. Quiet now. How will you keep out of this.
5: Then, Yank, they started the trouble.
1: Listen, everybody. I've got men stationed around outside this tent. If any man leaves his seat before the show's over, I'll have him cut the ropes and drop the tent.
5: Don't let him buffalo you. He wouldn't dare.
3: Maggie, I will if you'll make me. It's that flag up there that's causing all this trouble. I'm going to bring you down.
4: No, Jim! You fall
3: Mr. Dillon, Dillon, look at him climb that pole. Jim!
4: Jim!
5: Don't try it! Jim, please! Please, Jim, you can't climb no more! I'm doing it, Maggie. Look here, Maggie. I, I got it. I
3: got
5: your
2: flag, Maggie. The war. The
3: war's over. Jim! Oh, you oh, oh, fell, Mr.
1: Dillon. Stand back, Chester. Hey, you take it easy, Jim. It's all right now.
5: Jim? Oh, Jim? Oh, my poor Jim. Why did you
3: try? Maggie, darling, I. Uh... I had to... You wouldn't let the war end. But I will, Jim.
5: Don't die. I will, I promise. I'll never put a flag up
3: again, Jim. Maggie. I'm... I'm sorry, I... I...
1: Maggie.
5: I lost... The last of my boys, Marshal. Jim was the last of them. Would you lay him out gently?
1: Yes, ma'am. Chester. And
5: Marshal, you can bury the flag with him.
0: Norman McDonald stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Tom Hanley with editorial supervision by John Meston. CBS Radio is proud to announce that effective with today's programs, seven new stations have joined the network. They are stations WKMH, Detroit, WKMF, Flint, WKHM, Jackson, WHLS, Port Huron, W-L-E-W, Bad Axe, and W-S-G-W, Saginaw, all in Michigan, and station W-T-O-D in Toledo, Ohio. More listeners than ever in the Midwest are now able to enjoy the superior programming of CBS Radio. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week for another story on Gunsmoke.
4: As news follows, then Mitch Miller on the CBS radio network.